Hi everybody. Maybe what they're seeing and how they're seeing it, and also video games. I'm hearing more and more people say the level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. And constant crises have shaken the entire world and have threatened in each case to bring on the gigantic conflict, which is today, unhappily, a fact. Non-programmable weapons buttons. Customizable feedback software. Don't just buy a new video game. Make one. He doesn't have a PlayStation 5. That's because he's too console too late. Hello. Happy September. I'm Jackson Keebler, and I am Two Consoles Too Late. It's been a while. This week we're going to talk about the retirement of Charles Martinet as the voice of Mario. Also, it happened at the yard sale. Going to have a stick it. And we're going to have auction alert as well. And what have I been playing? What have I been buying? It's going to be a lot of fun, so... Let's get started. All right, let's get into this. Episode 99. Yep. 99, so close to 100. Should have been 100 by now, but I skipped a whole bunch of weeks and... I'm not exactly the model of consistency when it comes to podcasting, but, you know, it's not like I have, you know, sponsors or, you know, Patreons or anything like that. I mean, come on. Why would you want to make money off this thing? Anyway, so first uh, we're going to have a, a little segment uh, I'm going to call It Happened at the Yard Sale. Last week, I, on Friday, I, every Friday I check Craigslist. Yes, I, I am one of those people that still uses Craigslist. I find it useful in finding yard sales, garage sales, and estate sales. And I found this one estate sale on Craigslist. It was in my old neighborhood, which was cool. It's always nice to go back to where I, I grew up and in my youth. So I roll up to this uh, estate sale. And I love estate sales just because it's just garbage everywhere. And... You know, there's always somebody walking around with a fanny pack and getting asked 20 questions and they just want the stuff gone and they'll just give you any price because nothing's priced. And so I, I came across so much stuff, but I come across this pile of stuff. It looked like cameras, but it, it looked like it had been picked through, but I open up this thing and I find a Panasonic cassette recorder, like big, you know, like vintage. And I'm like, aha, cha-ching. So I grabbed that. And it's, uh, I asked the lady and she's like, uh, $3. I'm like, sure. And so I just keep, keep walking around, you know, thinking, okay, that's, that's enough. I don't, I don't need to walk out of here, you know, with multiple items. I try to keep, keep myself to a limit of $20 or two items at best. So I go into the garage and I see this little 13 inch TV and it's a sharp TV. And I was like, oh, Okay. So I ask her, I say, how much for that TV? And she says, five bucks. So I pick that up too. So I'm out $8. I got a vintage cassette recorder and a TV. So I get home and then I'm testing out the cassette recorder. And there's a cassette already in the, in the recorder. 
and I pop batteries in the thing, and there's this recording. It's the guy who owned the recorder, and uh, it was... <laughs> I just got to play these recordings. So here we go. This is the previous owner of the Panasonic cassette recorder. Some good products. This apparently is one of those that uh, isn't worth a darn. But it was worth a darn, sir. It was worth a, a whole lot of darns. More than $3 of darns. And uh, I sold it on eBay. And I'll tell you how, much, how many darns I made. This is a final test. I think it's a piece of crap. I think it's busted. I'm sorry, sir. What did you say? You, you think it's a piece of crap and that it's busted? Well, it's not a piece of crap, and it works. Wait, tell me that again. This is a final test. I think it's a piece of crap. I think it's busted. Well, Johnny Boy, it was not busted. It's not a piece of crap. And I sold it on eBay for $35 the next day. So I'm sorry that your opinion was so low on this cassette recorder, but mine was rather high. And, uh... That was that was my big pick of the of the estate sale. Uh, he goes on for a little bit and talks to his wife about the cassette recorder, which is kind of humorous. And uh, to test the recorder, he whistles. I'm guessing his wife just walked in the room as he was testing it. It sounded like a little bit of a wolf whistle there. Nice to nice to know that people keep people are keeping it fresh in the bedroom. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I picked up this cassette recorder and I sold it on eBay for $35. I could have walked out of that estate sale with so much more, but I, I, I showed some restraint there. Now as for the TV, it was a little 13-inch sharp TV. Uh, I tested it with my GameCube, put it on YouTube, or <laughs> put YouTube, I <laughs> put it on eBay. And uh, it sold for a paltry $22.50. I had seen it sold for like $49.99. Uh, hindsight being 2020, I maybe should have offered free shipping, but shipping on this thing, just to ship an old TV, it's, it's pretty light given, you know, being a, a tube TV. It's only like 17 pounds. Uh, yeah, shipping is like 70, I think it's like, yeah, about $70 and... I'm not going to pay $70 to make 50. It's just, that's just, that's just bad economics. So yeah, I had, I had uh, some luck at the estate sale. I mean, I spent eight all said and done. Yeah, you know, not a, not a huge profit there, but it's fun. It's a hobby and I enjoy it. All right. The music you hear is uh, from Super Metroid and it's fit into uh, this week's stick it. <laughs> this past weekend, I went to a yard sale. And it was advertised on Craigslist as a cool lector's yard sale, which I thought was pretty pithy and funny. And it advertised sports memorabilia, toys, video games, electronics, all this DVDs and all that. And I was like, well, I have to check this out. So I get there and I pull up and there's some stuff outside. And I'm not seeing any video games, just a couple DVDs and some toys. Guy comes out of his house, a motley looking fellow. And says, yeah, there's more inside, you know, take a look, just don't go in the kitchen. I'm like, okay. From the minute you step in, it was floor to ceiling garbage, okay? This guy was a hoarder, 
a really bad hoarder. I don't know where he got his stuff from, whether it was storage auctions, estate sales, but this guy was a hoarder, and it wasn't pretty. In the corner was the before-mentioned advertised video games, and it was just consoles stacked on consoles. You had PS1, 2, 3, uh, what else was there? Xbox 360, Xbox 360S, uh, there was a Vader 2600, and in all that pile of garbage, there, there, there might have been a Nintendo or two, I don't know. And in boxes were video games, in boxes were controllers, underneath boxes were wires. It was just a, an ungodly mess. So I go, I pick through it, and it's, it's just all garbage. Ain't, the, the two things he did have that, you know, piqued my interest were uh, two copies of Mario Kart for SNES, and he had them individually priced for $50. Everything was individually priced with masking tape which just bothered the crap out of me on so many levels. So I'm sitting there and after 10 minutes, I just want to go home, take a shower and burn my clothes because I'm pretty sure I'm covered in some sort of viral disease or bed bugs or both. I asked the guy, hey, how much for the controllers? He said, no, I'm not going to separate the controllers from their consoles. Makes total sense. I'm like, all right, well, there's nothing here for me. Thank you. Goodbye. And I proceed on my merry way. Ah. Uh, I don't know, I, hoarding is a serious problem, you know, and there's a reason that people make TV shows about it, and I think my mother may have been a borderline hoarder, uh, you know, it's just something, I don't know what it is, it's an addiction, especially amongst game collectors, uh, we just need to get as much of, you know, stuff that we can, and then just put it in every corner of where we live, unfortunately, Doing that uh, brings along a malady of problems. So to this yard sale, I have to say, STICK IT! This past month, it was announced that Charles Martinet is retiring as the voice of Mario at the age of 67. This isn't really news. He did not do the voice of Mario in the movie, and he did not do the voice of Mario in the upcoming Switch title, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh, at the age of 67, I think he's had a great career, a very successful career. He's iconic as a voice actor, and I wish him the very best. I'm not sure whether he's going to still do too many games. Uh, maybe that's a boon to his pocket. Maybe it's something he enjoys, but I don't know. But the biggest thing I got from this news was that I've been mispronouncing his name. I've been saying Charles Martinet, not Charles Martinet. Uh, it's a soft tea, not a hard tea. And for that, I feel kind of stupid. And uh, to that, I have to say to myself, STICK IT! So for the past month, if you've been wondering where I've been, I have been playing the shit out of Hollow Knight. And this game is wonderful, beautiful. I, I, I'm speechless just thinking about it. And uh, I've got a couple... Uh, feelers out there for people who want to come on to the podcast and talk about it specifically uh christopher larkin who did the this wonderful soundtrack i mean if i had never played this game i would love this soundtrack this music is just so beautiful uh this is the uh theme to dirt mouth uh, it, it reminds me of um 
was it David Lynch or David Fincher? One of them. Uh, Twin Peaks. And the whole soundtrack is like that for me. I love it. I absolutely love it. And the only downside to this game so far has been that there's something like 30 bosses. And uh, that's proven to be quite the challenge, especially this past weekend, as I'm trying to beat the final boss, Radiance, to get the true ending of Hollow Knight. Uh, I, if I don't get it, I'm not, you know, super disappointed, but at this point, it's like I've come so far. I've got 106% completion, uh, so I, I would consider this game done, but kind of want to finish off Radiance, so, uh, I'm going to try to get a guest on the podcast to talk about this wonderful, wonderful game from Team Cherry, and the possible sequel, Silk Song, which has been delayed for quite some time. Uh, so anyway, that's what I've been playing, and I haven't been buying anything just because, uh, well, I've been playing this. I've got a backlog of articles that I've sent to myself that I wanted to talk about in my inbox, and one of the articles comes from GameRant.com, and... It's a story that we've often heard. It's not really news, but this one kind of hit home. Nintendo Gamer finds big surprise in $30 GameCube console. A lucky Nintendo fan uncovers a surprising treat hidden in their recently purchased used game console, a GameCube console, which they secured for only $30. The article goes on. Sometimes the Nintendo GameCube console itself might include a hidden surprise, as was discovered by Reddit user Ish underscore Kibble earlier this weekend. They had managed to secure a used Nintendo GameCube for a surprisingly cheap $30 at their local Goodwill store. (laughs) But the real jackpot came when the console was opened. Inside was a still-working copy of Mario Party 7 which other users in the comments section of ish underscore kibble's post considered to be a great find at the the discounted price they paid for the system that housed it for so long. Finding games in consoles is nothing new. Uh, This isn't news. This is just, you know, whatever clickbait was put on Game Rant, which they often do. Uh, This past week, we found a copy of Wind Waker inside a Nintendo Wii. I found a copy of Double Dash in a GameCube before. Seems like every other Nintendo Wii, there's a copy of Wii Sports inside of it, which is a $20 game. Um, It's just fortunate that Ish underscore Kibble was able to purchase a GameCube in a Goodwill store and find such joyous treasures inside of it. So they spent 30 and they made, you know, they got $100 in their pocket now. And I'm pretty sure this is just pure speculation, you know. It doesn't say so in the article. I'm guessing that the offending goodwill was uh, one of the... I don't know. My guesses were either Texas, Florida, or Virginia. Um, I don't know. uh, A certain... uh, What what would that be called? Like a a geographical bias that I might have. (laughs) But... uh, Kind of curious which goodwill it came from. So anyway, way to go, ish underscore kibble. Way to go. The Atari Corporation video game company, I don't know what they're called anymore, but Atari, 
recently announced that they're coming out with the Atari 2600 Plus Retro Console. And this article is coming to me from comicbook.com, written by a Mr. Mark Deschamps. The system will play Atari 2600 and 7800 games, including Spider-Man and Mario Brothers. Uh, why those two titles got picked in the, uh, the little sub-headline, I don't know. Spider-Man, great game. Mario Brothers, eh, it's a franchise title from Nintendo. A new version of the Atari 2600 will be released in this fall, and it will be compatible with classic games released for the original platform, as well as the Atari 7800. Releasing on November 17th, the Atari 2600 Plus will be priced at $129.99, and it will include a handful of improvements over the original system. Notably, the console will include HDMI and widescreen options, so players can enjoy the system's library on modern TVs. For those that don't have any old cartridges lying around, the system will include a packing cart that contains 10 classic games released for the original system. Those games are Adventure, Combat Dodgem, Haunted House, Maze Craze, Missile Command, Real Sports Volleyball, Surround, Video Pinball, and Yars Revenge. The article continues. In addition to the 10-in-1 cartridge, the console will be accompanied by the original joystick. The system's design is very similar to the original console, though there are a few notable differences besides the HDMI port. Atari 2600 Plus is about 80% the size of the system that inspired it, and the Atari logo on the front of the console now lights up when the system is in use. Uh, the article goes on and talks about game compatibility. Uh, $129. Would I buy this? Yes. Yes, I would. Would I like Atari to send me a free console so I could do a, re a review of it? Yes, but they're not going to do that. Maybe if I had a couple more listens or whatever. Uh, am I going to buy this? No, I do not have $130 to spend on an Atari 2600+. Plus. If I had mad stupid money to spend, sure. If I had a game room where I could set it up with other consoles, yes, but I don't. Um, that's what's prohibiting me from buying this. That and um, I bought the Atari 50th anniversary for the Switch, which has... I, I, don't, I didn't go through, but I think it has most of those games. And uh, if I want to play those games, I can just play them on the Switch. But now, there is an option to play the old cartridges on a modern TV, which I think is very good. So, it's nice to see Atari making some good business decisions. First with the 50th anniversary, and now with this 2600 Plus console. And at $130 price point, I don't think that's bad. That's not bad at all. Uh, the Sony, what is it, the Sony PlayStation Plug and Play? I think I think it came in at that price point, and unfortunately, uh, that was kind of a failure. So uh, I'm going to keep an eye on this, and uh, hopefully, maybe a used one will pop up on a uh, Shop Goodwill. Auction! 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 Alert! All right, auction alert comes to us from the Goodwill of North Georgia. And they have 
14 Atari 2600 cartridge games in boxes, parentheses, pre-owned, colon, Spider-Man, and more. Uh, we were just talking about Atari, so I thought I'd do an Atari auction alert. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Spider-Man, that's a search term, so here we are seeing it again. Uh, these 14 games in box, uh, the boxes are rather, I wouldn't say in poor condition, but they're not great. Uh, just kind of the typical condition you find Atari games in when they have their boxes. Whether the manuals are in there, I have no idea. The, uh, the listing doesn't say as much. It just kind of says, here's a couple games. There you go. Have fun. So right now, there's three days left on this auction. And the auction is 13 bids. That's pretty good. And it's at $102. Now, I popped over to that wonderful, wonderful website we all know and love called PriceCharting.com. The go-to website for video game values. Um, I said it once, I'll say it again. I fucking hate price charting, but here we go. I uh, complete inbox, I did all these games, and I had to do it uh, two separate lots. So $322.21 plus... $49.58, so we'll call that $50, so $375 for these 14 games. Given the condition, I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. Uh, I, whoever wins this auction, I wish them the best of luck, but a fool and their money soon part. All right, that's it. Episode 99 for the Two Consoles Too Late podcast. I've been the host, Jackson Keebler. You can check me out on the interwebs. Just go into Google, type in two consoles too late, and there you will find me on the Twitters, the Instagrams. Uh, And I've also been doing a lot. I got back on Twitch, you know, because my 10 followers really want to see what I'm playing, which is Hollow Knight. Check that out. But I'm going to go yell at my TV some more and then work on my other M video. So that's, that's what I got planned stay tuned for further episodes though hopefully we have some good stuff coming but as always have a good one i love you and goodbye i need coffee for this sounds like someone's taking a pass Ah, potty humor. Jeez, Starbucks have a long night last night?